for taking the time today. Um, I uh, I know obviously we've um, we feature this story. It was about a couple months ago, and uh, we sent over a Q and A. But I wanted to do a podcast with you and make sure kind of subscribers heard your voice and and got a chance to kind of. Um, learn about the story before we hope uh, that some more news starts coming out here. So um, I was just wondering, can you start off maybe a little bit about your background here and uh, and how you got involved and how you started Oxico? Okay, good. So uh, first of all, I've been in the mining business for about 30 years, so I've seen a lot of projects over time. And uh, when I saw these assets in Mexico, uh, what was highly unusual is that uh, they had a very high silver content. Uh, we're talking about one kilo per ton of silver and up to 15 kilos per ton of silver uh, at times, as well as uh, a serious amount of gold, anywhere between 15 to up to 40 pounds of gold. And, and this property had uh, 24 historical mines, so it was somewhat challenging to where do you start with a place like that, you know? So, uh, we acquired it because it had the high-grade mineralization. These mines historically had, uh, <clears throat> there was never a plant, so it was direct shipping on. Uh, people were simply uh, mining that, mining the portraits, and selling it because of the high metal content value, the top, okay? Um, do you want me to continue with that? or uh, I mean, so, so, you know, in terms of mining, generally speaking, I mean, if you had, you know, something with the potential to be over 10 grams of gold, that's really top four tile of gold mines. And if you have, you know, ore running 500 grams or a kilo of silver, that's top four tile of silver. So this property had both. That's how I would answer that question, okay? Okay, okay. Do you want to take us through a little bit more in detail on the, we'll, we'll get into Colombia in a second here, but you want to take us through some of your assets and what you have and what got you so excited about getting involved in Mexico? Well, like I said, you know, the, the grade in, in the mining business is what offsets all your mistakes. <clears throat> so anytime you have, you know, rock value here, it's close to $100 and it's $1,000 a ton. Mm-hmm. Take, if, if you do the math on that with, the, you know, 15 grams of gold and a kilo of silver, you start to get $1,000 a ton. And if you mine 100 tons of that stuff, 100000 a day, you know, times 30 days, it's going to be $3 million a month. Half of that can be profit. So that's what got us really excited about it. And uh, of course, there were so many mines that the first task was to do an inventory of them and, and try and confirm historical numbers. And uh, we visited so far and verified about 10 of them. So uh, we had old reports, old showings, and so on. But what makes a big difference for us is the artisanal miners of the local guys who start being mined in quartz veins, half a meter to a meter wide. And these quartz veins, are hosted in stockwoods from Brecha, which are small little veinlets, and we got up to 50 kilos of silver by taking samples in the hanging wall. <laughs> so now there's, there's the potential not only for high-grade silver and gold uh, mining, as, it, as was done historically, but also for much larger tonnage, uh, be it maybe lower grade. We, we have no idea what that grade is, but, you know, we, uh, we tend to find out. Perfect. And I just wanted to kind of touch on, on March 13th, you, uh, you announced, you put out a news release, um, on, on a, dis- on a scandium discovery on, on, on the metal ore property in Colombia. Obviously, I know we talked about it a little bit a- after that news came out and not too many people know what scandium is, but it obviously, you know, with Robert Friedland getting involved in the space as well for the last little while, 
Can you take us through what Scandium is and how it affects Oxico and, and what got you so excited about this? Okay, very good. So, listen, scandium is, is uh, if you if you make an alloy of aluminum and scandium, the scandium will make that aluminum much stronger. So you might need 25%. By adding half a percent scandium, you might need, up, need less than 25% uh, aluminum in your production line, you know? So if you can have, you know, and, and aluminum obviously services the aerospace industry uh, and the car industry. So this whole movement to green energy uh, makes all of that really important. So, uh, Scandium is uh, in Russia and it's in China, and they use it in their aerospace industry, but there's no source of it in North America or South America for that matter. So, it's, it's, a, it's a metal whose price has gone through the roof. It's a really, Scandium metal is worth the $15,000 a kilo. So, if you had a kilo Scandium in one ton, that one ton would have $15,000 of metal content, which is the equivalent of 10 ounces of gold, you know, so you can see that, you know, if you have a kilo per ton, what, what that sort of means. Now, um, it's a small market because there never, there never has been enough scandium for major aluminum producers to incorporate that in their supply chain. Uh, however, uh, you know, this, this is uh, a lot of companies are now looking for it. This could change very quickly. So certainly the numbers that we announced that, uh, are really spectacular numbers. It's not a mine yet, of course, but, uh, uh, you know, you know, with that kind of grade, you don't need much of it to make a lot of money. So, you know, we need to do more work. It's just a start, but it's highly promising. No question about it. And the fact that there was gold associated with it uh, is a big bonus as well. And so what are your kind of exploration plans and are you funded for that over the next kind of six to 12 months? Yeah, well, you know, there's, uh, there's been a second, uh, uh, sampling survey that's already happened on the property, and those results are, are at the lab, so we're waiting to see for, for, for what's going to happen there. So we need, you know, ideally, you know, we, we, we sample the dry riverbed between two mountains, and the hanging walls of these mountains are all mineralized. So uh, the, the idea is just to get a better sense of, uh, of the mineralization, which direction it's in, and perhaps drill at 45 degrees angle into those mountains, uh, so that, uh, you know, we can go step by step, and uh, we may have to fund a separate amount just for this particular project. But uh, with regards to that, we're, we're we're looking at different possibilities now. We're discussing different tour ventures with different groups on the Mexico side, and uh, this might put additional funding in the company. Okay, and just quickly, I know it's a little bit far back, but on on the sixth of February. Um, I know that got you very, very excited, and it, the market kind of started to move a little bit higher when they kind of when investors understood the real significance of the met testing results that you guys uh, announced on uh, in Sinaloa, Mexico. Can you take us through that a little bit on the ninety eight percent recovery, the ore recovery there? Yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely. Uh, you know, in my previous uh, life, I was uh, I founded a company called Dundee Sustainable Technologies, and I worked a lot in innovative ways to produce uh, gold and silver and so on. And uh, uh, because of that background, I have a real, uh, you know, like a real liking for innovation in the mining business. And uh, so we continued doing that. And uh, we discovered that if you use ultrasound, you can accelerate the extraction process for gold and silver. And, uh, you know, ultrasound, if you go to the hospital and you have a kidney stone, and they'll pick it break up that stone by using ultrasound to break it up so it can exit your system. If you apply ultrasound with normal 
uh, acids that are used for the extraction of gold or silver or nickel or cobalt for that matter. What it does is really accelerate the extraction of those metals. So what we announced were, were those results on our property in Mexico where in less than one hour we recovered, uh, uh, you know, about 98% of the gold and I think uh, close to 90% of the silver. So the implications of that is that when we put something into production, you know, where we'd normally take you 24 hours to extract the gold and the silver, if you can do it one hour, your capex will be substantially less, your operating expense will be dramatically less, and you're not using cyanide in this case, or mercury, which has been banned in many countries and many states. So it opens the doors to a lot of possibilities beyond our property in Mexico. So that, uh, you know, so we can come in now and joint venture with this technology on people that are either can't get permits for environmental issues and so on. So it opens up a lot of possibilities. <laughs> and so right now, Pierre, if you, you know, you just closed today at 29 cents on 150,000 shares and uh, you're sitting at, call it, around a $10 million market cap give and take. What is, for retail investors right now listening to this, why should they consider Oxico as a as a potential addition to their spec portfolio, and what what are some of the catalysts they should be looking for over the next little while? Okay, well, you know, just with our core assets in, in Mexico, uh, we've been approached by different groups to to, to do uh, joint ventures on the property, and uh, hopefully, we're going to get 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 to close one of those joint ventures in, in the very near future. And uh, you know, that property needs you know, three rates working on it, drilling this whole thing because of the potential ads. I mean, you could have a very large open pit there, several hundred million tons and stuff like that. It needs drilling, you know, so so we're looking to finance that activity off our balance sheet to avoid that issue to our shareholders. And for some months now, we've been having uh, conversations with different groups, and uh, so I, I think that there's a good chance that will happen in the near future. So when you see that happen, then, you know, the whole potential of that property will be developed with, like I said, off-balance street financing. So so that's one of our objectives right now, uh, which would be the key one to drive the value there. And, of course, the the, uh, the Columbia discovery, uh, you'll get a lot more results coming from that shortly. And, you know, the reason we're in Columbia is that uh, my secretary happens to be Columbia. She's a lawyer, actually, from Columbia. And her husband has, has uh, tremendous contacts in that country. So we've been able at the highest levels to, to, to meet governors and provinces and so on. But we're looking at a, a bunch of other projects in Colombia, and uh, it's a very rich country in gold. Uh, they have a lot of the issues uh, from the environmental side, uh, so that, that there's a real need at the political level to legalize this, this, uh, this gold mining. A lot of it's illegal. They're looking at this technology, and they love it. So. drivers so so you know in doing what we're doing you know we're we're trying to prove up uh, assets that will have uh, you know at least a billion dollars of value in the ground and this is the game you're playing so uh, or on an alternative basis if we can put one of those small mines in production in Mexico and generate a million dollars worth of cash flow and this is a this is a company that could be ten times what it is today if we had this conversation a year from now so my advice to anybody in the retail business you take a small amount of what you have and And you've also, and you're the type of guy, you've also, not, I know you kind of quickly touched on it, but uh, you're a humble guy and you don't really talk about kind of your, um, the success that you've had in the past with KWG because you took that close to a billion dollar market cap, didn't you? Yeah, 
Yeah, absolutely. Well, you know, this was a situation in, in Cuba uh, some 20 years ago, and, uh, you know, the same sort of process we're involved with now. You find some very rich stuff on surface, it's grassroots, uh, you apply capital to it. And that company went from 20 cents to $22 and ended up at the billion and a half market cap. It was one of the top 300 companies in the KSC 300 index back then. And uh, so, well, these things can happen. They've happened in my lifetime, and we just want to make it happen all over here, here with Oxybone. Awesome. Well, uh, Pierre, I know it's still early days here, and uh, I really appreciate you taking the time. Um, and uh, do you mind if we do? We'll probably do kind of another follow up and ongoing follow ups and podcasts here going forward. Um, because uh, I think kind of listening to you and hearing your passion for the story uh, will really resonate with guys. And, and I'm sure I'll get a lot of questions after this. So I'll definitely be following up with you uh, in the next uh, week or so. Okay, good. Thank you very much. Appreciate your efforts. Thank you very much. Appreciate it. Okay, bye. All right, bye-bye.